Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. So by thanking my guest yesterday, uh, I brought my dog Teddy D. Very interesting conversation. It's actually my longest episode so far. Um, if you like conspiracy talk, if you like uh, conversations about nostalgia in the '90s, um, if you're into any of that type of shit, you should check out the previous episode. Um, and all of the previous episodes for that matter. Because, uh, I got some good shit out here. Uh, if I do say so myself. Uh, but yeah. Appreciate you big dog. I look forward to sitting down with you again. And um. Yeah man. Alright in the kitchen. Let's start the show. Good night. The kid Coffee Black. Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this is this will be pre-recorded um, a day in advance because I had one in the shoot already. Uh, I did a sit-down interview with one of my uh, closer friends in the area, my boy Teddy D. Um, we had a, a long a very productive conversation just about a, a, a multitude of subjects. Um, it's about three hours of content almost. Y'all should really check that shit out. Um, he's, uh, he's he's deep in his um, in his bag. I think he's twenty. He's twenty seven, so he's getting to the level of. Uh, I think he he's he's thinking about being a dad, and he's thinking about the future, and he's thinking about his position on what his kids should and shouldn't uh, be watching or intaking. Um, We had a deep conversation about uh, marketing and how indoctrination through cartoons and commercials is is a real thing. You know, and we're we're virtually brainwashing our children. You know, um, it's a it's a real issue, man, and, and it's a part of the things that uh, that have contributed to everybody being such a brand whore these days. We, uh, it's propaganda. Um, there's not really anything we can do to combat, combat that 
as uh, Americans other than just not consuming the product or teaching our children the value of other shit other than material goods you know what I'm saying um, we get put in a situation where uh, self doubt is oh shit Got out. But, um, yeah, we, uh, self-doubt is real, man, and, um, just looking around and trying to compare yourself to other people and trying to keep up with the Joneses has contributed to the downfall of a lot of people, um, and in some way, shape, or form, we can, uh, we can blame the media that we consumed as kids for our obsession with brands and our obsession with being like everyone else. Um, it's crazy how a conversation about Saturday morning cartoons can evolve into something deeper and something more tangible and something real. Um, initially, we started out the talk uh, just talking about wrestling and how things change and how entertainment is down. And it evolved into a deeper conversation. Um, at some point in time, you have to defeat the doubt within yourself. Um, Self-doubt is the biggest hurdle in everything. Um, I had an episode earlier this week where... For some odd reason, I just, I felt as if uh, I wasn't worthy. Um, if you've seen the Avengers, uh, the newest Avengers movie, you know what I'm talking about. I had a fat Thor moment. I forgot exactly how much of a god I was. Um, and it's a daily battle, man. Um, when you defeat the doubt. And sometimes we have to look in the mirror, or we have to hold the mirror up to ourselves. And we have to look past our flaws and, and uh, just see how great we are for real for real and it, it, it should be a daily reminder um, that we're here and we're, we're, we're going to make it um, I know it's an issue for me I don't know if it's an issue for the rest of y'all um, it's just something that I have to deal with coming up against that doubt monster, you know, and sometimes I can, uh, I can beat him, and, and, and sometimes he defeats me, um, it's just a natural progression through life, um, and small things like the reassurance from my kid, or reassurance from my lady, will put me back to the position that I need to be in. Uh, I do understand, though, that I have to remain disciplined. Um, because as everybody knows, man, I'm a, I'm a sponge for knowledge. But when I take myself out of my comfort zone or I take myself away from the idea of how great I am, that's when I get out of character or I get out of my, my routine. And 
mental fatigue makes you make mistakes. Uh, you know, if you ever play sports, they say you fuck up when you're tired. And uh, that also applies to your mental. You know what I'm saying? It also applies to your mind. When you are mentally exhausted, you make mistakes, man. You become undisciplined. You know what I'm saying? And when you when you become undisciplined, you, you can't educate yourself. Because um, we have to continue to learn. We, you know, we... We have the capacity to learn forever. We have the ability to, to, to retain knowledge until our, our heart stops beating and our brain stops working. So when we need a rest, we need to take that rest. Um, and, and, and be comfortable in knowing that it's okay to, to chill, to stop. Even though the world is still going to continue on around you, you may feel as if something is passing you by. You need to take a break sometimes you, you need to release the the bottled up energy that you have um, shit even nitrous oxide systems have pressure relief sometimes you got to spray off you know what I mean you just got to chill um, I was listening to a show earlier and he brought up a great point about relationships and the way the power, power dynamic works within that structure. Um, in order to pick uh, uh, the best partner for you, you have to know who you are. And I don't, I don't mean know who you are in the sense of shit. Uh, character or whatever, you have to know what you bring to the table and what your strengths are. And you have to know what your position is in certain aspects of life. Are you a frivolous spender? Uh, how do you feel about raising your children? Um, what are your religious beliefs? All these things are contributing factors to how you should pick your partner. And you should also fall in love with yourself before you can ever fall in love with anybody else. You have to completely and, and utterly understand who you are and, and, and love that person before you can spread that love to another. Um, I think that's the, the problem uh, a lot nowadays. We are getting into relationships with people when we are in positions where our self-esteem is really, really low and expecting them to build us back up or help us feel better when in reality you have to love yourself um, again self-love and and, and, and uh, self-doubt can hinder you and help like self-esteem is a real thing man being able to be happy with the person who's in the mirror It's probably the most important thing in the world. I think we take that for granted. I think we expect our partners to keep us afloat and build us up. Which, I'm not saying that they shouldn't. Your partner should always be encouraging. Your partner should always be your biggest support system. Your biggest fan. But at the same time, if you don't care for yourself the way they do. Then you will never see how great you are.
I can't I can't tell you how great you are if you don't believe me. Um, I've run into a lot of situations where the woman in my life wasn't exactly I should say up to my standards. That's a um, grand way of putting it. That's a nice way of putting it. But I still try to involve myself with her. And um, ultimately, like, it, it never worked out for me. Um, you can't build someone who doesn't want to be better than what they are. They have to have the same ambition for themselves you do. Um, men fuck losers too. Ladies. Um, it's not a singular thing. It's, uh, it, 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 it's not um, sexually specific. Uh, you, know, you know, we out here fucking bum ass bitches too. And paying for it. And, uh, the consequences are dire sometimes. Sometimes you, you, you can um, lose your whole family. Sometimes you can um, lose a lot of money. Um, sometimes you lose opportunities. And uh, I've, I've come into situations where um, the universe has presented grand opportunities and dealing with the person that I was with, I did not open myself up to accept said opportunities, and I missed out on things, and I later on blamed them, but in reality, I was the one who fucked it up, um, man, we, we deal with things on a physical plane, um, we want to work. We want to touch things that are tangible. We want to sustain ourselves in a physical way. I want my heart to work. I want my brain to work. I want my dick to work. For women, it's it's a, a intuition based. It's a spiritual thing. They want to be mentally in tune. Um, you have, man, have you ever noticed that your, your girl always sees shit coming? And she always warns you that when, when something's going to go awry. It's, it's always, um, your, your lady is always the first person to tell you when you shouldn't do something. And when it happens, she's always the first person you think about. Women's intuition is so real and so spiritual and so deep. Um, as men, we'll never understand that because we don't have that ability. We don't have that superpower. It's not something that we were born with. So when your lady or the woman in your life, um, when that sixth sense kicks in, and that a natural ability to assess danger or and some sometimes so some ways it seems as if they're clairvoyant or they see the future. Always listen, man. Um, 
pay that attention. Because a woman that loves you is going to protect you in every way, shape, or form. And a woman that loves you is going to find a way to curb that self-doubt within you the best way she can. Um, I heard an analogy the other day, and I may have said this on the show before, I'm not even sure I have, but if a relationship is a home, a woman should be the foundation that this relationship is based upon. My roommate's loud-ass truck, it's slim, but um, the woman should be the foundation uh, in which the relationship is based upon, meaning um, she should be the rock. She should be the, the things that hold everything together. Um, you cannot start, you can't build a home without the foundation. There has to be a sense of stability. And within that home, the man should be the walls. He should be the one to hold everything up. He should be the one to protect everything. He should be the one that keeps everything from the inside and affecting things that go on on the inside. And um, within that relationship, the roof or the ceiling should be the love. The love we have for one another should shield us from any anything from above, anything bigger than us. Yeah, um, our love should get us through. Did you get some breakfast, puppy? Yeah, you got sparked this conversation for love and men women in relationships and understanding but you know, man that's uh, this type of shit's been heavy on my mind lately I'm 28 um, and the idea of dying alone is super scary for me and that's not saying I won't have people in my corner. I got a daughter. I have a mother who loves me. I have friends. I have family. But I'm trying to find my forever. Um, my partner for life. Somebody to spend the rest of my life with. When all the kids leave the nest. All of our friends pass away or move away, and we don't have our mothers and fathers, and we don't have these other people to rely on. Um, I want somebody who I know is going to be rock solid with me through all of this shit. Because uh, life is tumultuous. It's it's not easy. Um, It's hard to be who you are. It's hard to be yourself. It's hard to live with live through your experience. I can't ever tell you the things that you go through are 
aren't difficult because I ain't in your shoes. But if you have someone to relieve that stress or to experience these things with, then it just makes it a little bit better. Having a good partner makes life more interesting. Um, hello, truck. And being a good partner is... It's healthy. The idea of doing everything possible to make sure... Motherfuckers is active on a Sunday morning. Doing everything possible to make sure this person feels secure and comfortable. And I won't say happy because happiness is self-driven. Yes? Um, just turn it to 60. So my 10-year-old, um, she, she exploded some pink shit all over my comforter, comforter in my bedroom and all over her clothes. So I'm making her wash it. Go, Dad. But um, I lost my train of thought. I don't even know what I was saying before she came out here. <laughs> um, um, picking a good partner, man. Find somebody who um, whose futures line up with you and make sure you know that y'all have the same goals or similar goals. Um, make sure you know how they want to raise their kids. You know, that's important. So, uh, make sure you're not a, a liberal married and a conservative. <laughs> and now you're uh arguing with someone for the rest of your life about political beliefs. Make sure your social economic ideologies line up. Because nowadays that shit is so fucking important. You can tell everything you need to know about a person through the way they vote. And I'm sorry to say that out loud, but like it, it's it's true. At this point, it, it's, it's damn true. It was a point in time when... Uh, Politics and religion were a no-go, and now it's, it's some of the stuff that we have to openly discuss and we have to openly talk about, because um, lives are at stake. Not just our lives, but the lives of our children and our grandchildren, and the people that they interact with. Um, some of these political policies are affecting you, whether they're affecting your household directly or not. My daughter takes classes with uh, kids who are learning English as a second language, meaning their parents are immigrants. Um, my 10-year-old shouldn't have to worry about if her best friend's going to be in class the next day or if they're going to be detained by uh, immigration officers. This is a 10-year-old, man. She's 10. She, sh she shouldn't know what the fuck that shit is. That shouldn't even enter her sphere. 
Like we had to have conversations about this, and she's absolutely terrified. And I feel bad because I don't, I can't say anything other than, um, it's not right and it shouldn't happen. My kids shouldn't have to worry about if she's next. Because she's brown too. Um, I think the lesson in all of this is the secret to this shit is education, man. Education is the secret. If you are enlightened and you are intelligent and you know what the fuck is going on around you no one can take that take your freedom away from you no one can invade your life um if you stay educated and you continue to broaden your mind then you will defeat doubt um single-handedly become disciplined and regimented and educate yourself and stick to that shit and no one can take anything away from you no one can take advantage of you a strong mind is not cageable Uh, really got too much heat for y'all no more, man. Or at least today, I should say. I shouldn't say no more. Um, I'm kind of upset I didn't get to check out Fighter Fest last night. Uh, but it looked kind of whack, so it is what it is. Y'all don't know what that is. It don't matter. It's uh, wrestling. But, um, shout out to the Google listeners, man. Shout out to the Spotify listeners. Shout out to the Apple Podcast listeners. Shout out to everybody who fucks with my sleepers. I hope I'm, um, putting y'all on some music that's interesting. And I hope y'all fuck with it. Um, I would love to have more sit-down guests. This shit is dope. We sit down for a couple hours, smoke a lot of weed, and... Alright, I pick your brain. I need more of that. Um, be on the lookout. I'm probably going to have another show in the works uh, with my boy Teddy. Um, similar to the one we had the other day where we just break down little parts of uh, history or whatever. You know, music, video games, whatever. I appreciate y'all, man. Everybody who fucks with the show. All of my uh, eight or nine listeners. Um, it's fire in the kitchen, dog. If you fuck with us, then I fuck with you. And if you don't, you can go fuck yourself.
So, first sleeper comes to you today from a group called the Free Nationals. Um, pretty decent little, little group. They, uh, they got a couple of tracks out. Y'all should really check them out. If you're into really uh, low tempo shit. But, um, the title of this song is Time. Um, and it features Mac Miller. Um, R.I.P. Mac Miller. We miss you, dog. But, uh, check it out. Yeah. So hopefully that one got you nodding your head a little bit, tapping your foot. My second sleeper for the day comes to you from another one of my favorite artists who doesn't get as much shine as he should because he's better than your favorite rapper um, and he makes the beats and he, produces, uh, he mixes his own shit um, but uh yeah Big Crit man featuring uh, Sweetie and Lil Wayne it's addiction it should go up check it out Thank you.